This is an All Ears English podcast episode 1819. There's nothing better than these English expressions. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. When someone shares an experience with you, it matters how you respond. The vocabulary you use will be different if you have experienced the same thing or not. Today, we teach you native phrases for showing empathy that build the strongest connections. Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor, Indeed. Are you hiring this quarter? In our experience, it can be a grueling process if you don't have efficient tools. But finding the right candidate who adds value to your business is so incredibly important. So why not ditch the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with great candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash AEE. Just go to Indeed.com slash AEE right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash AEE. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Aubrey, how's everything today? I'm great. How are you? Awesome. Excited to be on the mic with you. Yes, this is going to be fun. I have a question. Okay. I don't know this about you. Do you prefer coffee or tea? Oh my gosh. Coffee is the best. There's nothing better than the smell of like fresh brewing coffee in the morning. So by far coffee. I'm not a tea person. I'm team coffee as well. I'm right there with you. (laughs) Every now and then in the evening, I want to have a nice chamomile tea, but every morning I need my coffee. Oh, me too. That's so funny. Every every once in a while in the evening, I'll do like a mint tea. They have a really nice Mm. one from Whole Foods. It's so good. It's very rich, but I'm by far a coffee person. It's so funny. The other uh, weekend we were in uh, Taos, New Mexico, and I went to a little coffee shop and asked for black. I like dark roast. And he said, oh, we try not to brew dark roast, (laughs) but I have a medium or a medium to light roast because apparently dark roast is like the the burnt coffee. But like the he was judging your coffee preferences. Like, well, that's what I ask for every time I go is dark roast. So he was like, that's the coffee of peasants. It kind of that's what they're saying is like it's the it's not you know in fashion or it's not the the highest kind of coffee. It's interesting. That's really funny. It's like the milks too or the creams, right? It's now it's um macadamia, you know, cream or almond cream, which okay, (laughs) but I'm okay with 
just milk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Anyway, so we're going to get into this today, guys. But first, I want to remind you to go ahead and hit follow right now on the podcast, wherever you're listening to the show, hit that follow bu- button. Just hit that button because you don't want to miss how many episodes a week do we come out with, Aubrey? That's four new episodes every week. And they're always really fun, full of great vocab. Yes. So hit follow wherever you find your podcasts. All right, good stuff. So where do we start today? Well, this is a follow-up to a recent episode, 1793, where we were talking about Wikipedia and why you shouldn't always trust the definitions in the dictionary. Mm. And this expression came up where we said, there's nothing worse than, yes. and it's such a great native construction for you guys. We wanted to talk about it again, follow up here, mm-hmm. because we use this all the time to exaggerate, right, Lindsay? Yeah, there's nothing worse. So in that episode, did one of us say there's nothing worse than a no-hitter? I think that yes, was part we of the talking about baseball games and when there's a no hitter meaning no one ever hits the ball great for the pitcher but there's nothing worse for spectators oh my gosh especially if it's really hot out and you're just so bored (laughs) exactly but you can see the exaggeration there because if you're going to say there's nothing worse than a no hitter there are a lot of things worse than sitting through that baseball game yeah absolutely absolutely for example you know another thing we might say is there's nothing worse than finding out that your favorite restaurant has closed That is pretty bad. I got to be honest. Yes. And I would say that if one time we showed up to a restaurant, there was a big group of us. We were really excited and it had closed down and it was for COVID. So that was happening a lot. Yeah. Um, But we were still like, oh, no, but then it never opened again after COVID. It's so sad. Oh, that happened to us, too. In our neighborhood, there was a great restaurant that served. I really like like porters and stouts, dark beers. Mm -hmm. And they were like a brew pub or a brewery that did a lot of stouts and they closed. They never reopened in COVID. I was so mad. <laughs> no, it's so sad. And for the, you know, the people that own that business, maybe there is nothing worse than having to shutter your doors. <laughs> yes. But for us, it's an exaggeration, right? To say, oh, yeah. there's nothing worse than showing up and the place is closed. Yeah. So I see we're really trying to emphasize for you guys today. This is about exaggerating, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. We don't mean it literally. Mm -hmm. There are certainly worse things that could happen to us. But I know I've also said a time or two, there's nothing worse than having to work on a weekend (laughs) or there's nothing worse than having to work on a Friday night Mm. just because we want to exact. We're whining a little bit, right? Yeah, we like to be dramatic. I mean, Michelle and I have mentioned this on the podcast before. I think American English likes to be dramatic and we speak in exaggerated terms and we really bring everything over the top for some reason. I don't know. Sure. And you guys should do this, right? If you just something kind of bad has happened, but not the end of the world, use this to exaggerate and listen to our intonation. You have to really emphasize there's nothing worse than Mm. and then whatever you whatever's a little bit of a problem. Yeah, I would imagine that on the IELTS exam, this helps too. I know that you guys have talked about this on IELTS Energy, you could improve your pronunciation score, right by exaggerating your vocabulary. What are the things you can do at one time to improve multiple parts of your score, right? Aubrey? This is one of them, right? Because you're increasing your vocabulary score by using this very native natural expression. Mm -hmm. And you're also increasing your pronunciation score. As long as you don't say it in a monotone, you don't want to say there's nothing worse than finding out. No, right? You have to emphasize those words to show that you're exaggerating. It's true. And I imagine that would be true for pretty much any, you know, tests that we're taking, no matter what test you're taking. Uh, By the way, guys, go over and check out the IELTS Energy podcast. Aubrey is over there twice a week with Jessica Beck. And you guys are going to learn great tips for the IELTS exam. 
Yes. Whether you're studying for IELTS or not, actually, we have a lot of fun and you learn a lot of great vocab and idioms. So even if you're not studying for IELTS, I would say come check out our podcast. (laughs) Totally agree. Good stuff. All right. What else? Okay. So we use this also with just a fun little expression. If someone tells you something bad that, you know, it's really not the end of the world, but maybe they missed the bus or, you know, something just a little bit kind of went wrong, we'll say, oh, I can think of nothing worse. And it's not true. Like you can think of things that are worse, but we say this to empathize, to let them know, oh, that must've been hard. That must've been frustrating. So it's very much just an expression we use to let them know like, oh, I bet that was a bummer. Interesting. And then depending on the tone of voice, I could see people using this in the opposite way to tease someone. Right. If they, yes, <laughs> that's not to what we're talking sarcastic. about today. Right. If they're not, whining about something that's really not a big yeah, deal. Yeah, you could really yeah. use some irony and say, "Oh yeah, I can yeah. think of nothing worse." Exactly. So <laughs> we'll do another episode another day about that. You know, teasing someone with your tone of voice and saying these kinds of things. But today, it's all about it's empathizing. Right, Aubrey? Yeah, exactly. And there's another one. I say this all the time. Someone will just tell me something that happens sometime that's frustrating. Maybe they're talking about the gas lines being really long when you go to fill up at the pump. I'll just respond with, oh, that's the worst. Yes, I say that too. I think that's kind of in style right now. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit trendy, baby, but I have a feeling it'll stick because you're showing that empathy. You're making the conversation more interesting. It's fun Mm -hmm. pronunciation. And it's kind of cool because it's really when you say that, oh, that's the worst. You are fully empathizing because you're you're emphasizing your shared experience, right? That you experience that a lot too, right? You know exactly what they're talking about. So it's pretty powerful, guys, for connection. And you bring up a really good point there that if they're telling you something very specific that you have not experienced and maybe won't, that's not when you'd use this, right? Mm. We're using this expression, just like you said, to show, oh, I also have to deal with that and it can be frustrating. Mm. That's when you'd say, that's the worst. It wouldn't make sense mm -hmm. if you have not experienced that. That's a good point. And the last one we showed you guys, by the way, I hope you guys are writing these down Mm -hmm. because these are like gold. If you're in the iOS or Android app, you'll see them probably clickable in the app, but write these Mm -hmm. down. I mean, the last one we taught Aubrey, I can think of nothing worse. We don't have to really truly have experienced that. Oh yeah. Good point. That's a good one that you can say whether you've experienced it or not. Maybe someone's going through a divorce and they're sharing how frustrating that is. You could say, Mm -hmm. I can think of nothing worse. Yeah. So it's more neutral. It's, Mm -hmm. It's less attached, right? Less shared. Exactly. But this other one, you have to have a shared experience. It has to be something that people deal with a lot. You've both had to struggle through to say, oh, that's the worst. Yes. I love that's such an important distinction, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, which phrases mean that we've experienced exactly that and which ones mean that we can feel your pain and it seems really bad. Exactly. Right. Because that is when it comes to empathizing. If you use the wrong vocabulary, you can end up shooting yourself in the foot. Right. (laughs) You can end up doing the opposite of what you intend, which is to let them know. I understand. I empathize. I feel Mm -hmm. if you, you know, give the impression that you've been through something that you haven't, that they have, that could create an awkward situation. Yeah, it's kind of a delicate skill, Mm -hmm. empathizing, right? Because oftentimes, you know, people can tell that you're genuine just by your tone of voice, what's in your heart. They understand that. But Mm -hmm. especially if you're on the phone or something, we need to choose the right words. 
Exactly. Right. You can imagine if you're someone's talking about a divorce, my example, and you say, oh, that's the worst. Then they're going to say, oh, were <laughs> you, you divorced divor- in the past? Right. Uh, no. Oh, well, now we've created awkwardness. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> so true. So be careful. Mm-hmm. Okay. We want to share the opposite. We do the exact same thing with mm-hmm. nothing better. So we'll say, oh, there's nothing better than chocolate covered strawberries. Mm -hmm. Same to exaggerate. There are certainly better things. Yeah. But we say this just to express that we really like it. Right. Or for example, guys, there's nothing better than a hot bath. Right. So this is fun because, you know, you get images and you're excited, like good things in life. Right. Yes, you can bring exactly. up good feelings. Yeah. I don't know about you, Lindsay. I don't often take a hot bath. I had to take one after hiking the Grand Canyon with <laughs> Epsom salts and lavender oh, to God. try and not be so stiff the next day. Right. But a lot of people, I feel like you're either a bath person or you're not. Mm. Like a lot of people really like to soak in a luxurious bath. I'm really not that person. No, I'm not a bath person. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm too. I've got too much to do. I yeah. can't just sit here. <laughs> yeah, no, there's too much. Got to take a quick shower and then you're done. No. Right. And we also use the same as we say, that's the worst. We'll say, that's the best. If someone tells you something good and you have this shared experience Mm -hmm. where it's either something you like, maybe a food you like, an experience you've enjoyed, you could say, that's the best. Yeah. And this is, this is powerful because share, you know, empathizing and and saying that you've experienced that too, kind of, I feel like it brings up hormones in people's brains and it's like a boom. We're both kind of like remembering our experience of something like that. And we shouldn't underemphasize, guys, how powerful this could be. Right, yeah, Aubrey? That's a really good point. And then you have this really positive shared experience together yes. just from this conversation. Good memories, good feelings when you leave that conversation. Yeah, such good stuff. And we use this exact same one as I can think of nothing worse. We'll say, I can think of nothing better. If someone's mm. just telling you whether you've experienced it or not, maybe someone goes to Hawaii. Yeah. You've never been, but they're telling you about this amazing experience. You can mm-hmm. say, oh, I can think of nothing better. So good. I love it. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Okay, Aubrey, so are we going to dive into a role play? Because I think our listeners really want to see how this is done in real life. Yes, definitely. Let's do it. So in this role play, you and I are planning the menu for a party, and we're going to show you how to use these expressions just when you're having a conversation. Okay, good. And I'm glad we're talking about Thai food because pretty much yeah. everyone loves Thai food. I, I don't know. I can't imagine people. someone not loving yeah. Thai food. What's it's the love? best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll start us out. Okay. Um, let's do a Thai theme. I make a mean peanut sauce for a Thai salad. 
Ooh, there's nothing better than peanut sauce. I figured you'd like it since I know you love peanut butter. We can make spring rolls for the entree. Yum. That's a lot of work, though. There's nothing worse than being stuck in the kitchen when you want to be chatting with everyone at the party. Very true. But we could prep a lot of that in advance. Oh, that's the best to have it already ahead of time. Good idea. Okay, let's do it. And then mango sticky rice for dessert. Oh, that stuff is the best. Oh, no, I just cut my thumb. Oh, that's the worst. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I'm like, how can I get in? That's the worst. I'll just cut my thumb in the role play. (laughs) Yeah, no, but that that is actually, that last part is super realistic, right? Yes. Uh, Oh, for sure. Oh, I just cut my thumb. Oh, that's the worst. I'm really Mm -hmm. in my tone of voice. I'm showing you that that's actually happened to me before. Exactly, right? If someone's like, I just got a paper cut. This is exactly Mm -hmm. what I would say. Oh, that's the worst. Exactly. I love it. So let's go through it. So what did we use first here, Aubrey? Yeah. So first you said there's nothing better than peanut sauce. But I do Mm -hmm. want to point out interesting vocab I used first when I said I make a mean peanut (laughs) sauce. You guys have heard mean to mean like not kind, maybe cruel, Mm -hmm. but we also use it to mean something really good. If I say I make a mean peanut sauce, that means I make a really delicious peanut sauce. Yeah, and that is so native and natural and kind of slangy. I think we should do another episode, Aubrey, just on on that topic down the road. So guys, make sure you hit follow so that you don't miss that episode. That is so good. Yeah, so then you said there's nothing better than peanut sauce. Of Mm -hmm. course there are, but you're using this as a fun way to exaggerate and let me know that you love it. Exactly. And then here you're uh, empathizing with the fact that I don't want to be separated from the guest, right? You're saying there's nothing worse than being stuck in the kitchen when you want to be chatting. And I know that's a real thing that people struggle with when they entertain. Oh, that happens to me sometimes on Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. when I'm cooking, making all these dishes and I hear everyone playing a game or having fun in the other room. Yeah. There is nothing worse. (laughs) Yeah. That's why the other night we had a couple of friends over and we just ordered pizza and salad. (laughs) We we sat outside for the cheese and wine and then came in for the pizza that got delivered while we were sitting outside. It was perfect. Genius. (laughs) So perfect. That's another one right there that I just said, like, okay, that's not really genius. Right, 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 right. (laughs) It's just smart, but we use that to exaggerate. Just say genius. Oh, you're a genius. We love to exaggerate. All right. And then you used an interesting verb here to say we could prep a lot of that in advance. So it's short for prepare. Mm -hmm. Do make all these preparations in advance, but we shorten that in a slang way and say, oh, we could prep all that in advance. Yeah. Super common. Anyone that has experience in the kitchen is probably going to use this this little shortened word here, guys. All right. Totally. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then I said, that's the best to have it all ready ahead of time. Good. And then the last one, uh, use I said, and then mango and sticky rice, obviously a great choice, right? And you said that stuff is the best, right? And then I said, I just cut my thumb. And you said, oh, that's the worst. Yeah. So you see, we crammed a bunch of them into this Mm -hmm. little role play, but it didn't feel unnatural to me. I would use all of these in this little conversation. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, sometimes we say don't use them all at the same time. It's just we're showing you how to do it. But you know, it's because this is really embedded in our natural language. We're teaching Mm -hmm. you guys something that is so native and natural that you wouldn't find in a textbook. So it is okay to build that empathy, build that connection with these. Yes, definitely. And the takeaway is just, you guys, natives love to exaggerate. Yes. These phrases are some of the most common. You will hear these all the time. 
We use these to express how much we like or dislike something, but to really exaggerate. So you can avoid just saying, I like that or I don't like that. And instead mm. use one, one of these really native phrases. Exactly. I mean, think about the difference in kind of emotions or connection that that would bring up. I like that. I don't like that. That's so textbooky, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're saying, and if you're going to do something like this, like say, that's the worst, right? Make sure you really have experienced that before, right? Mm-hmm. Really like put your whole self into it because it matters what people are saying to you, right? They're, they're sharing their honest experience with you. So the way you reflect that back is important. I yes, think. exactly. And if you haven't experienced, you can use this other one, right? Yeah. I can't think of anything worse. I can't think of anything yes. worse. Yeah, we're giving you guys options today. So this is how we connect in English. Yes, exactly. This is so fun. I love these expressions. I use them all the time. Maybe too much. I might overuse these. (laughs) Awesome. Good stuff today, Aubrey. Thanks for hanging out with me on the mic and I'll see you again very soon. Yep. Thanks. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.